Hey, 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 it's your girl Oatmeal Brown, and I'm back again, putting it down like I always do, right here on Out the Box with Oatmeal Brown. We always gonna put it down like I just said a few seconds ago with that what? That news you can use, things to spark your brain, information that can help anyone that can relate, elevate, and hey, listen to some things that are out the box. So what we're doing today is getting right on into part two of Growth Isn't for the Week. I got my Woo. He's 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 an inspiration to me too. Let you know, hey, it's all good. It's all love. It's all fam. Guess who's back? Tommy Durrell. Tommy. Good people. Good people. Good people. Hey, I'm excited to be back. Um, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? I was going to be back so soon, but hey, here I am. I hope all is well. I hope y'all been staying. You know what I'm saying? Um, safe. Uh, this is number two. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 grateful, man. I'm grateful. I'm definitely grateful. Um, so much has happened within this past particular week, but at the same time, where we here, we blessed. So let's let's keep on rolling. Exactly. I'm again blessed and highly favored to be in the land of the living, right? Facts. Facts. And uh, you know, people really don't know. Nobody's ever died and come back, right? Well, you know, if they do it on TV, you know what I'm saying? They do it on TV. They yeah. do it on TV. But we don't have any solid, concrete information of anyone that has died and come back and know what happens, you know, once we pass on. But I do know that I've seen certain people pass. I've seen their bodies without life. And... It's, the soul is gone. You know what I mean? And right. it's like, once you, we've seen it so many times and you, you under, try to understand life, the game of life, the pieces of life and spirituality, you're like, oh, okay, they're gone. Right. They're right. gone because there's no more life in their body. But it also, um, Rains, it triggers something in me that speaks to, but their soul is still here. Their, their spirit is still here. So I just wanted to say that, you know, really quickly, because um, we were talking about, you know, as I stated, hey, being here in the land of the living. And so while we're here, while we are here, let's do the best that we can. Absolutely, absolutely. Because if we don't, at the same time, time will still pass. You know what I'm saying? When you start to think about it, like you said, you've been through situations where you've uh, realized that you've experienced, you know what I'm saying, a body without life in it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Of course, this particular spirit. Uh, it's, like, it's like a situation like this. Once you get to that particular level within life, because of course, life is all about different levels. Once you get to that level where, let's say, for instance, you're in the ICU or you're on your deathbed or whatever the situation is, you'll start to, I'm sure, ponder on all the time that you've wasted leading up to that particular point. You know what I'm saying? Just like, for instance, you know, just like we continue to talk about individuals that work 
40 hours a week building someone else's dream to get off those 48 hours. Well, how long how long this particular process has been going on? Can you calculate all those 48 hours over all these particular years where you did nothing for yourself as far as your own particular dream? And now you're to a point to where you're still wondering where has all the time gone? You know what I'm saying? It's so unfortunate, but at the same time, once you really strategically look at how you're wasting time by not building your own particular dream, then, you know, it's it's a situation that's just, it's just so crazy. Well, I want to, you know, elaborate a little bit on that. So everyone doesn't know. This is where we have to have some grace. Because like you and I, we don't know everything. We didn't know everything. There was a lot I did not know about um, black colleges, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There was a lot that, you know, we know we didn't know over the years. There's still stuff that we don't know. But I want to say sometimes when you have not traveled abroad or even left the nest, or you may have not have been exposed to you know, different things, different type of people. You may not have been exposed to a good entrepreneurial um, example. You may not have been around when they, people still aren't around. You know, certain things. So they don't know. They only know what they know, what they've seen. Maybe what their parents told them. Maybe what a grandmother told them. Maybe what a foster parent told them. You know, hey, go get a job. Right. All right. right? Or, hey, go to school, right? Because that's really all they know. They just know, hey, you got to get a job. You got to get out. You got to pay for your own, you know, your own. And a lot of people are thrown out there, not just because that's what their um, their foundation told them to do, or they, they just had to. And so how do you break away if nobody's helping you or guiding you or, you know, leading you to show you different. So, you know, we, as we get older, most people um, are open to learning and seeing new things. Right. Right. But we have to understand that everybody's mindset isn't like that. Absolutely. And um, we don't want to blame society for everything. You know, we can only speak to the, uh, well, me personally, I can only speak to a black or minority environment because that's what I was raised up in and what I was raised around, right? Okay. But um, I was exposed to different things because, you know, my parents were people that left the nest. Absolutely. Absolutely. They left the South. Okay. They left the South and they moved to the West Coast. On the West Coast, you're exposed to different things. You're exposed to different cultures more than, you know, like your your New York and your Californians are kind of the same with the different, um, you know, nationalities and cultures of people. It moves really fast, okay? So therefore, you may be exposed to different Things because different things were going on in those environments. If okay. so speaking, that makes sense. So if you're not exposed, you only know what you know. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> right. Now, 
You're right about that on so many. But we gotta ways. give, we gotta give, you know, some breaks and some grace to some of the people and, and our people and even ourselves, you know, for not knowing everything. We're not gonna know everything, but uh, you know, for not knowing and desiring to want to know, and then you know, praying and hoping that God divinely connects you with those that can give you a word, you know, like we're doing here that can give you a word that may be able to help you to excel and spark your brain and your mindset to achieve your dreams. That's right. That's right. Now, what's so interesting about what you're saying, let me tell you what's coming up in my spirit as you're saying exactly what you're saying. Now, I can, just like you said, you can only speak as, you know, saying towards black people, minorities, this and that. Uh, my area is I can only speak for single, well, not single, but you can say only children. I'm an only child, you know what I'm saying? Um, on the last episode, I let, I let y'all individuals into, you know what I'm saying, a, a small portion of how the cars were particularly dealt towards my particular situation. You know what I'm saying? My mom died a week before I graduated high school. My dad gave me away um, the same day that she died. Now, at this particular point, I'm one year older than my mom was whenever she passed. So why am I speaking on, on behalf of that? Is because at my age, I'm at I'm 38 at this point. And there's a multitude of things that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes towards our parents, you know what I'm saying? At this particular age or whatever the particulars may be, uh, there's a multitude of things that they didn't know that they were still, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out, but trying to figure it out on their particular terms, which back then they didn't have social media. They didn't have, you know what I'm saying, all this this uh this other you know hoopla there's these different motivational speakers and all this other stuff not saying that they actually needed that but just like what you were saying on behalf of how new york and uh, and california operates you can only know what you know wherever you're from you right and so my heart goes out to um you know everybody actually has siblings because i've never had the opportunity to have siblings, but God always strategically put individuals within my seasons going forward after she passed in order to keep me going down the same uh, the same particular path. Now, whenever it comes to individuals that I know that have siblings, you know what I'm saying? I, I guess I've been, you know, I found out about sibling rivalries and you know, certain people not talking and all this other man. Hey, think about us only children, baby. We would love to have somebody that we can talk to and all this other stuff. Yeah, what would be? Why we not talking, my baby? Hey, why not? Let's talk about it. Why can't we talk about it? You know what I'm saying? Is we can't blame the parents. We can't blame uh, the younger siblings. We can't blame the older siblings. We just got to take it for what it is and understand that at the end of the day, we are a generation. So what are we actually showing the future generation? What are we showing our particular kids on behalf of how families actually operate? Hmm. Ooh, you just hit on something right there. You know, I have siblings, but I'm the youngest. Okay. And there's a large gap. 
especially between the oldest and me. And, um, you know, my parents were in a different headspace. They were in a different time of their life from the, the time that they've had their first three. Then, you know, but by the time I came along, different people, not all together, but different experiences. You know, sometimes the only child or the first child or the second child, they, they don't know. And so they're trying. They do what they think they know is best. And um, they're also growing as individuals themselves and as, uh, well, I came from a two-parent household, you know, and there's plus and minuses to that. Uh, And it's plus and minuses to having siblings because everybody, because everybody's experience is different. um, You have to want to have a love, you know, a sibling love. Um, not allow any type of uh, enemy, distraction, negativity, anything that can break up a marriage and a friendship are the same things that can break up siblings that are blood. And so, you know, um, it happens. It happens. It's sad because you will want, you know, siblings to have each other's back. But it just doesn't go down like that across the board. You know, everybody's not understanding. And what understanding is, it's it's like wanting to communicate. Wanting to see things for what they really are versus from what you want to project. Absolutely. You know? And being open and, and listening to everything. You know, not what you think, uh, but what is there what the truth is that's right everyone has to be honest right right. with themselves and just like we say you know looking the man in the mirror oh yeah you have to be able to look the man in the mirror and you know what is it Did, did do i offend people did i offend someone um am i not treating someone right uh has my personal traumas in my life Giving me a certain way to deal with people, you know what I mean. These are things that people gotta look at. Um, Period. And so those things, you know, um, how you deal with individuals. So maybe you might have a sibling that's not good with dealing with people, Mm -hmm. right? They're not gonna be good with dealing with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So if I, you know, like me, I'm in a sorority. I've been a social butterfly. Um, Me and my cousins are really close. I'm close to several of my cousins. I've been exposed in certain areas where, you know, I have sisters and brothers that are not my blood, that know me more Mm -hmm. than my actual blood. Absolutely. Okay. Because, you know, hey, I live 2,000, almost 3,000 miles away from my siblings. They don't know where I live. I bet y'all all look alike too. You heard? Yes, we do. Look, yeah, we do. So you know, they don't know where I live. Right, right. You know, and so there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can say. Um, maybe to them it might sound like a sob story, but it's not a sob story. It's the truth. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so you have to be able to reciprocate a relationship, but 
Maybe people don't know how to reciprocate. Everybody don't know how to reciprocate. Everybody reciprocates differently. True, true. You know, so you can be raised in the same house and not have had the same life experiences. So you have to, and even the same, um, my parents loved all of their children, Mm -hmm. you know, but my, my experiences were different. Mm -hmm. I graduated from a different high school. Mm -hmm. Um, I went away. I left the nest and stayed away. You know, so, you know, I never, I never, I'll never have the chance to drop off my kids or my, my parents to watch their grandchildren, you know, none of that. It doesn't bother me. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Because that's not my, that wasn't my, my timeline. My timeline is different. Absolutely. And so just everybody being up, being able to understand each other's timeline each other's experience, each other, you have to want to know and grow. The same thing happens in your personal life, in your companionship, in your friendships, in your business that happens in with your siblings. You have to want to grow together. And sometimes siblings don't want to grow with each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there's, they just don't want to. And there's nothing you could do about it. There's nothing you could do about it because it it takes two to tangle. I'm currently in that same situation again. You hit on so many different particular parts that I've got to bring back up. I don't know if everybody else was listening, but he who has ears, let them hear. So you talk, you, you spoke on behalf of having a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll focus on that first. Uh, let's say, let's say, relationship-wise, certain questions and certain situations, you got to have some type of understanding about. You got the individuals that come from a two-parent household, you got the individuals that come from a one-parent household, and then you got the individuals that come from no parents. They come from parents, but they come from no parents in the household. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of in the middle of the one parent and the no parent household because I didn't really even know my mama when my mama passed. You know what I'm saying? Now, my mama was there in the physical, but at the same time, when it came towards the emotional side, the, you know, or whatever the particulars may be, my mama liked to, she was a cook. So they had this, uh, this restaurant in our area that she would work double shifts at. So she'll work, she'll she'll wake me up for school in the morning and I wouldn't see her until the next morning type of situation. Mm-hmm. So when it came towards the end on her dying or whatever the situation was, you know, just like I mentioned, you know, I'm sitting at uh, the funeral trying to be strong for the family. But when all in all, it's like, Let's say, for instance, you you got a friend that has a parent that passed or a loved one that passed, and you just sitting at the funeral, and you just you just looking, you watching everybody else go crazy and all this other stuff. So I'm just sitting there, just looking, because I'm thinking in my mind at 17, thinking I don't really know this lady. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. that's my mama, and I love her, but at the same time, I don't even. It kind of, it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying, the situation in the Bible where, you know, Jesus was out just doing all kind of stuff by himself. 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? When they, they left him, he was up here, you know what I'm saying, preaching to grown men and all this other stuff. That's how I actually felt. You know what I'm saying? Sitting in that funeral with, you know what I'm saying, with the whole family, but I didn't really know this lady. Now, it's to the point to where, you know, my heart goes out to individuals that, you know, they argue back and forth with their parents. You know what I'm saying? They don't look at it as an aspect of one day, those particular individuals going to be gone and then you're going to be trying to, you know what I'm saying, blast it out on Facebook or whatever the situation is, looking for some attention Uh because you didn't get that particular situation, that relationship with a foundation or whatever the deal is. I wish I could go back, but at the same time, just like we spoke previous, I wouldn't want her to come back. You know, it's been 20 years at this point. Now, mind you, just like for individuals that may come across uh, these particular uh, podcasts when it comes towards the father. Um, my father, like we, you know what I'm saying, we already got the understanding he gave me away uh, the day that she died. And, you know, four years after that, you know, I, I graduated from Grambling at that point, went back, tried to hold a conversation with him. He told me he had never thought about it on that particular level. So that also showed me that that man made his decision. Now, any brother or just any individual, period, because I was never raised to look at color. Mm-hmm. Any man or male or whatever the situation is that's going through or feels a certain way about their father, my brother, listen, at the end of the day, that gentleman is a character in your story. He's showing you everything that you shouldn't be like. But at the same time, if you fall into those particular thoughts, you're going to be like that particular individual, which you're going to hear it from other people, but you're going to hear it on the level of understanding that you got to understand what seed is yours. No, it don't matter if you're dealing with a woman that tell you about your child, you don't say you're not there for your child and all that. That's that woman, that's that woman conversation. Let that woman say what she got to say. You heard me? Because at the end of the day, it falls on you, my brother. What particular type of life are you going, or situation are you going to change the narrative on behalf of? Now, just like what you was just talking about when it comes towards siblings, I am my father's third son. So I think I remember meeting my two other brothers back when I was like in my early teens, maybe like 13, 14, something like that. It might be 12. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But it was a one-time thing. Now, here I am at 38. Them dudes got to be at least close to 50. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the particulars may be. But at the same time, them boys ain't never tried holding conversation with me. And nobody reached out to me. I don't even know if their mom is still alive. I, I, I have no idea about none of that. You know what I'm saying? But at the mm-hmm. same time, just like you said, you know, certain siblings, they not going to try to do certain things. And that's okay because at the end of the day, same situation, just like the mother, just like the father. Your siblings are characters in your story to keep you either in bondage or to help you to see how things can totally be different by making your own choice to go a different route. Indeed. Yes. You know, and it's and our parents came from families, you know, and we don't know what 
well, some of us do know what the setup was. You know, my father, he is the oldest of 14, mm. but he was raised by himself. Mm-hmm. His mother and father had him, and then they split and they had different separate families. And his grandfather and grandmother raised him. So he only knew what he saw. You know, he ran away from home. Oh God, it, it's like I'm saying, like it's all these layers. It's layers, it's layers. So he's been, he was always a soldier, mm-hmm. you know, and he was, he, he pushed family. He pushed family, he pushed family. And guess what? Uh, I don't, there's, in my immediate, in my immediate family, I don't see anybody holding that torch or even mm-hmm. desiring or even want to hold the torch. Hmm. You know, because it's big shoes to fill. So you know um, what that means, right? For me, uh, you know, I have Louisiana roots, okay? Because he was uh-huh. born and raised in Louisiana. So I'm a little bit closer to Louisiana. And so, therefore, I know and have seen my Louisiana family more often than the others, you know, as being older. When they were younger, you know, yeah, he always brought the whole family, you know, to Louisiana and Texas. My mom is from Texas. So I got this this 360 degrees of separation going on here for real, for real in my life. And so... um, as, as being an adult and being older and then going to college in Louisiana, I was exposed to a lot of my family more often, you know, my roots. He made sure that he did that. Absolutely. You know, so I'm really close to a lot of my Louisiana root, rooted family. Okay. And um, so I'm not alone. You know what I mean? Like he... He was like, oh, you're going to be this. So, of course, when the family reunion start back up, I'm there, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm going to be there because he made sure I had a presence there <laughs> while he was alive and heavily involved. So I'll never break that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it, it has become a part of me, you know, of, of me and my journey, you know, with my family. Mm-hmm. So, um, all to say that, you know, again, that that was my experience. Is my experience better than anyone else? Not at all. You know, because I I truly feel that everyone has greatness in their life, you know, and the times that me and my siblings were close, there was, of course, I'm the youngest, there were some great things that I learned from them, you know? But, you know, the relationship has to be reciprocated. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, you can't spin your wheels and do this and do that, you know, trying to make things work or uh, what you would do, because what you would do may be foreign to someone else. Also, you know? true. Uh, again, you know, this, this, the grand fam experience, I got to go back to that again, brought in family. My friends have become my family where they can come and ask me for anything. I can come and ask them for anything. If they needed to a place to lay their head, come on. Because we've been in this grind together. Absolutely. You know, where uh, we were even in college, you know, when some of us got the opportunity to move off campus or what have you. Y'all stayed with each other. 
Y'all help each other. Y'all ate each other's groceries. You know what I'm saying? You you supported each other. You split the gas. Sometimes somebody mm-hmm. might not have had it. It didn't matter. You had it. They had it. Vice versa. It didn't matter. There's no one-ups. There's no calculating. You really learn a bond amongst people that is... Uh, I mean, we still have to this day. And so... I can't fault them for not having that type of experience. So my mindset is different. Right, right. You know what I mean? We got a different mindset because we got different experiences. And so, again, without communication, nobody knows that. And without the the desire to want that communication, you just, you're separate. And it's sad that you're separated, but I can't do nothing about it. You know you're what right, I mean? You're right about you can only you can only try, and then you can also never water yourself down for anybody else either. It's like it's like basically, hey, wow. You know, and I'm- there's and it doesn't mean that we've never hit rock bottom. You see, because wherever you come from, I don't care if you get it out the mud or if you didn't get it out the mud in the beginning. Oh, life will have you get it out the mud eventually. You know, at a certain point in time in your life. And so, yeah, I've, I've hit rock bottom before all the way to the bottom mm-hmm. and had to sprout back up. That's, that's now, just it. That's just it. It's like certain individuals that have come across this particular um, podcast and they are at rock bottom. Everybody mm-hmm. goes through rock bottom. But at the same time, when you at rock bottom, think about it. How much lower can you go? You heard right. me? Think about it. That rock bottom is a starting point so you can get to the point to where things are definitely different. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely different. It can change. It can change by a matter of a mindset shift. shift. Right. And once you shift the mindset and then you stop, uh, you stop complaining or basically just thinking about it, it's really just outside of the mindset shift. It's only just creating a brand new thought. You know what I'm saying? Understanding what seed is yours. I know that this is not my particular thought, so let me bypass this one and give me a fresh thought. You know what I'm saying? Just like when you you got a deck of cards. You got 52 cards in a deck. There's four aces. So if you continue to flip the cards, think about those particular flip cards as thoughts. That's a bad thought. Go to the next. That's a bad thought. Go to the next. Then you get an ace. Bang. Let me let me stick. Let me stick to this particular thought. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when each day, each day is about finding the nugget. You know what I'm saying? Think about right. when you're out there working out or whatever the deal is. You see them squirrels. The squirrel, the whole lifespan of a squirrel is trying to get a nut. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to grab me a nut. I'm heading back to the tree. My day is over with. So same thing. Individuals, you go in, you grab you a nugget. A nugget a day is 365 nuggets a year. Whatever particular situation in you, if you're a job, you got the nine to five mindset, you got the entrepreneur mindset, it's going to still set you apart. You're going to murder the competition. Just like that. Or let's say you're busy. You say that you're busy. So you can only get you one nugget a week. That's still 52 nuggets. You're still winning. Right. You know what I'm saying? One way or another. Yep. You look back and see, you know, your progression. And that's when you understand that what's for you is for you. Absolutely. And period. 
You know, I, I never understand people that compete in life with life in their lives and their livelihood. There's no competition in that. You know, desiring to be another person. There's no uh, true. You can't truly excel like that. You know, yeah. so when people try to copy or treat people try to bait, I mean, uh, try to, to bite, you know, that's an old school word. Right, right, right. <laughs> try to bite off you. <laughs> try yeah. to copy or feeling that they're taking from you. They're only, it's only going to give them a temporary, short, temporary time high. That's right. Attention and, and whatever type of success they feel they're going to get off of it because you're going to have to continue whatever you took that's or whatever right. you're doing. You know, if you're if you are you're doing something that is not for you or of you, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. gonna fall because it's not coming from within. You know what I mean? You can be inspired by someone. You can do whatever you desire to do or whoever you desire to be. Absolutely, but it's got to come from the heart. And. This doesn't mean that you were born with it, because no, you don't have to be born with something. This, this, you can have purpose that comes on later on in life. Right, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, you can have a, this experience can open up a, a, a avenue or a door that you wasn't even thinking about. That's right. That's right. You know, that's how life is, and that those things are a part of your purpose. You know, those special. Nuggets, those special door openings specifically for you. And please write this stuff down. You know what I'm saying? People be thinking, oh, I'm going to just remember it. Once you get to a certain age, there's certain things you're just not going to remember. You know what I'm saying? You, it's, it's just not designed like that. You're at the particular age to where if you don't write something down, you're going to definitely forget it. You know what I'm saying? Now, when we talk about this particular situation, confidence has no it has no competition if you have the confidence to change your situation you're not going to have any competition trying to stop you from doing it but you you right. know what I'm saying and then Birdman on the side of you rubbing his hands together or whatever the deal is <laughs> think something different. Nah, I think of something different baby. you can do this yes. you know what I'm saying and it's always going to be vultures it's going to mm. be vultures everywhere people think that it's just vultures out in the in the in uh, the entertainment industry, or there's vultures in every everywhere. There's vultures in church. There's vultures in organizations. There's vultures even in you know where we we went to school, went to a black college. There's vultures everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. So, one way or another. <laughs> one way or another. One way. They they everywhere. They're yeah. everywhere. They may look just like you. They mm-hmm. may wear the same letters that you wear if you're in an organization. You know. So these are things that people have to understand. There's always a vulture. So you got to be able to keep pushing and and grow with all of these little things that could be happening. Not saying that. Because some people make up stuff in their mind. You know what I mean? So you really have to have a good spirit of discernment. A, a good spirit of discernment. What's uh, and and What's make sure your... Because your, people always say, go with your gut. Go with your gut. Sometimes your gut is right. Sometimes your gut is wrong. Depends Absolutely. on where your gut's coming from. Absolutely. You coming from so a place, yeah, What's you so come from a place of trauma. Like trauma. Like... No, your gut. That's made. That's not your gut. That's trauma. Right, right, right. 
You know, if all dudes did you dirty, okay, and you've never had any accountability in it, and they all did you dirty. And so anytime the next guy does something that looks like it's close to, but he may not be doing that. But in your brain, you're going to put one, two, three, four, five together. And it connects in your mind based off your previous experience. And so, boom, he's the same way. Is that fair? Absolutely. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How do you know? Did you ask him? Did right. you, did you, what, what are you, you got anything else that you're measuring this with? Let me, so, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I was talking about this on a live, I don't know, maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, whatever the situation is. Um, when it comes towards women and dealing with new men, okay? A woman always wants to know only one thing. Will that man cheat on her? You heard me. Mm-hmm. That's all she want to know. That's the opening conversation. Do you cheat? The man says no. It don't matter what type of background he has. The man could be a bank robber, can be a drug dealer, can be whatever the particulars may be. But if that woman finds interest in that man and he and she asks him, does he cheat? And he said no. That's the reason how certain said, you ever had a homegirl that you just like, why does he, why she even like this dude? You heard me? How, how is she from the family that she came from? You know what I'm saying? How she end up with a, with a, a dude like that? But at the same time, the reason being is cause the initial question. Outside of that, she ain't looking at none of that other stuff. Now, when it comes towards a man dealing with a new woman, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a it's a simple it's a simple situation. Um, he wants to know can he uh, can he trust her with his heart? You know what I'm saying? Can he trust her with those intimate those intimate vulnerable moments? You know what I'm saying? Without being judged. You know what I'm saying? So you know she he kind of drop a couple of things on her. You know, she like, ooh, you know, he's being vulnerable and this and that. And then as soon as they go through the first argument, she end up throwing something in his face. You're teaching that man how to be quiet. So he's not going to, you know, he's going to get that understanding on what he can actually tell you and what he can't tell you. I got so much more I can say about this, but I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you add something to it. Okay. Well, yeah, because I'm a woman, mm-hmm. and I can say that's not what the first question I want to know. What you want to know? I want to know what your soul do. I want to <laughs> know what your soul is like. Ooh. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course, I want you to be uh, goal oriented, ambitious, responsible for the most part, because. Well, to me, I feel like everybody may be a little irresponsible in certain areas in their life because we're imperfect. Absolutely. But, you know, I can't be with nobody that's going to allow the lights to go off. You know, uh, let's not have no food. You know, so, yeah, you could take risks, but take some calculated risks. You know, let's talk about it. See how it's going to be good for us, you know, as a family or whatever. These are type of things that I pay attention to. You know, are you living for the people or are you living for yourself? Um, do all the stuff that's going on in the world affect you mentally? 
Are you like, oh, women ain't this, women ain't that? If I hear you saying that, I know we're not going to connect. You know what I'm saying? If there's always women ain't this, women ain't that, women ain't this. And even females that be like, dudes ain't this, dudes ain't that. Uh, I don't know what kind you going to get talking like that. You know, because you can't generalize everyone the same. It's situational. You know, and you got to really want to be in a relationship. That's right. Because a relationship is two selfless people intertwining together, understanding who each other is. Not this surface thing. Not, well, I'm single and I like what oatmeal looks like on the outside. Oh, she went to school. You know, oh, she's got a little edge to her. She's this, she's that. All the surface stuff. And so you feel like, oh, that'll be a good fit for my space because I'm single and I can see myself with her on the surface. But then, guess what? There's a, there is still an inner part of me oh, yeah. that you don't know. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And so there's, <laughs> using myself as an example, you know, inner, inner wise, I'm not uh, like everybody. And everybody shouldn't want to be the same. You know, some of the guys that my friends say, I would not. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not better than it. It's just that um, I. I just look at relationships differently. You know, I want to make sure I'm good with me, single, and this guy is good with himself, single, you know, and then we both are on the same page as far as relationships go, not influenced by the shenanigans that's going on in the world unless it's a positive example. And we see this positive example. We can both talk about it and be like, that's, yeah, that's bomb. That's, ooh, that's a bomb couple. So, like, on the surface, Russell and Sierra are, to me, they exemplify on the surface um, a good relationship, an example of a good relationship to me. A black love, a black couple. They both, you know, have careers. Um, She had a child. We dated several different guys before. You know what I'm saying? And she wasn't looking for it. Somebody that already got what got it is not looking for a come up. You know what I mean? It was more so, hey, I do. She came from a two-parent household, right? And so, yeah, she saw what being in a relationship was about. I don't know if it was positive or negative, but because I don't know that much. Right. All I know is that she's an example of someone that you got trial and error. All right, you got a child came out of that, and this man, her husband, now accepted that son as his own and showed it, displayed that in the whole world, and still does. Now that's love because he accepted, he received her for who she was. So who, what her inner person is, he knows that. And he loved that, you know. And so they, they, they they making it. They are really building and growing together as a family unit. So at what point? At what point did that even come out? Because I uh, I remember hearing something on there like, were they already married? Whenever he, whenever uh, Russ already did that, or they wasn't married yet? 
Um, I believe that they weren't. Oh, they wasn't married when he did that. When he was, you know, accepting his her child as like, you know, just being there for the son. I think that's very disrespectful, you heard. How is that disrespectful? <clears throat> Let me tell you why. He wasn't trying to be, well, I can't say, I, I don't want to get into, because I don't know if these are facts. I would have to go Google this. Right. I'm so just going off of images, yeah. but see, again, these are images yeah. that I saw. Look but if, he's a, if, he was a, if he's a professional football player, mm-hmm. then you have a son. Mm-hmm. You go to the football games. He get to be on the field, a picture's taken. Okay. What's That's disrespectful. This? Check this out. We only looking at the picture from the outside, right? Correct. Yes. So let's, let's look at the picture from the inside. Let's say, okay, there's, there, I got some homeboys that you know they went through this particular situation that we had a conversation on behalf of. Matter of fact, just like every year here, whenever it comes towards uh, Father's Day, and it gets to the point to where every year is the same thing. There's these individual women that want praise on Father's Day. Um, there was a big thing going on about it uh, on on Clubhouse, and what's so interesting is that uh, a man always have to be mindful about the conversation that the woman gives him at the beginning on behalf of the father of that particular uh, child or whatnot. Um, a man is only going off of what that woman is saying rather than going and see for himself what that particular father is about. You know what I'm saying? There's been a lot of different situations that uh, that I've come across in these particular day and uh, these particular days, especially with the last couple of years or whatever the deal is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the man is always listening to what the woman's saying and then on the backside, the woman was, you know, keeping the child from the father or whatever the situation may be. And now, you know what I'm saying, that's using that's using those particular um, situations as leverage over something that happened that she hasn't fully expressed her side of it about. You know what I'm saying? Just like, for instance, there's women that's out there that will keep you know what I'm saying, the child from the father and then double back and find her a new dude that has his children with him. So how does that even, how does that even gel? You know what I'm saying? You're keeping your child from his daddy and then you end up with a man that has his own children. So how do you sleep at night whenever a situation like that comes about? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different ways, a lot of different situations that we can look at it. But at the same time, this is this is life. Life is unfair. Right. You heard? But guess what? We touched on that little bit. We ain't gonna go deep into that because that's a whole nother podcast. And Absolutely. Okay. But we I was just using Russell and Sierra as an example. And you you know, on this one. We're going to agree to disagree. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Most I don't definitely. feel that it was disrespectful because she's not, she wasn't married to Future, and Future got a bunch of other kids, and so that means that all them baby mamas is not supposed to uh, 
if it's somebody that she she knows if she was going to be with that man and we see this is an example of it working I know there's so many different other scenarios but this is an example of this is her husband now all right and so this man knew that if he was going to accept her he got to accept her child our children as well so there's a way to look at that that's not negative and she the the son I'm sure has opportunity to be with his father because I see the father you know shout outs and stuff like that on social media we don't know what's going on behind the scenes but to me how I received it is that Russell is a man about the village okay. he wasn't trying to take that child and be like I'm your daddy no I love your mother you know what I'm saying I love you I know if I'm going to be with your mother, I'm going to have to be a father figure. But who's to say he was trying to be a father figure in the moments before they got married? He was just being a man in the village. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? To give this this young lad a positive example, let him have experience. You know what I'm saying? Being nice to this, this, her son. Nothing wrong with that. Now, here's the deal. You brought some more information to the court. So I want to change my particular answer, too. I didn't know the other, the other gentleman had multiple children, different baby mamas, all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's a total different aspect when you look at the full picture at this particular point. So, yeah. Now, nah, never mind. It wasn't disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I just took it for, you know what I'm saying? Hey, here's the deal. I'm about to be with this woman. You know what I'm saying? This child. Yeah. So I definitely understand that. You know, so just, even if say he was did something behind the scenes, maybe he wasn't an athlete. Say he's an engineer, and then he take him to the job and show him the spaceships or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. what's right. the problem? I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Hey, just know that we need to have a podcast because I got some stuff. To <laughs> we, hey, let me know when you're ready. But she, guess what? She had to grow. She grew. Mm-hmm. She Most grew. You know, she had to go through her growing pains. It just so happened her growing pains, some of her growing pains, and just like a lot of different celebs, their growing pains got microscopes on them. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? They got cameras watching them. They got pictures. People creating stories on the surface for them you know what I mean because you don't know what these people do behind closed doors you don't know who they are internally unless you know them you know but these are paintings people paint pictures and they paint up a story with pictures that may not even be true also true also true so um, you know it's uh, you asked me again that was a good example for me. They're a good example in my eyes. That you know, if some guys feel like some guys feel like, oh, she's going for the money. That anytime no. a woman says she wants a provider, that means she's she's a gold digger. No, that is not what it means. That don't mean that. Women are out here doing it now. Like they are very uh very financially stable. Right. Okay? right. And they don't need a man to be a provider, but she still needs a provider. Absolutely. If that makes sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> it, just depends. it depends on how you look at it. 
You know right. what I'm saying? When you break it down into that particular level, then yeah, it look, it's amazing. It's definitely amazing. But, you know, there's certain ways of looking at it and you're like, okay, yeah, I definitely respect that. Right. You know, or else it becomes a, and, and sometimes there are women and I call them um, super independent. Right. That's when you'll talk down on a man or feel like, well, I can do it. You don't need to do it. Or feel like, uh, you know, they going to be the head honcho. I don't want to wear the pants. I like wearing the dress. These are individuals that <laughs> 50. They're going to wake up 50 and be alone and still trying to blame men for the reason why they single. That don't have nothing to do with that man. They have everything to do with that man in the mirror. You heard me. And, and with, with men as well, you know, oh, exactly. I, I exactly. get everything. I don't need no woman for this. I can pay a maid. I can get these chicks to come in and do A, B, C, D. I seen that. I seen that. You know, what you bring to the table? It's like, oh, wow, that's, that's sad, dog. Okay. It's you you missing out on your best, a, a best friend, a companion, someone that'll wipe your butt. You know what I'm saying? And you wipe hers. You know, it's it's different. It's a different whole nother connection and vibe. Not these different spirits spirits coming in and out of your life and, and out of your your, your house. You know, and it's now. not that she's meant to be a, a maid or a, a any of that. But it's if you get a home cooked meal from your wife made with love and your plate serve to you somebody that loves you unconditionally Absolutely. and you love her the same is different but if you ain't if you don't never try it you won't ever know so if you're making up an excuse of I can buy I can buy this I can buy that I can buy this okay it's I, I can clean my own house. You can clean your own house, you know, because sometimes the man may like to clean and your wife may not be the cleaner. She's not that she's not clean, but you feel like, okay, I'm going to do that. And she may be the one that, I don't know, does something that typically a man does. And I'm, I'm not trying to say like be a man, but she may be good at prioritizing or organizing. Right, right. And so you let her be the organizer. You know what I mean? You might be good at making the money, but she may be good at making sure it go where it needs to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I seen, that, I seen that video that you're talking about, too. There's, it's just like, for instance. Oh, that dude? He sounds crazy. It. It's like, <laughs> if you really listen, you can hear the hurt from within mm-hmm. on behalf of his words. You know what I'm saying? That's what particular season I'm in at this point, where you just listen to what people are actually saying because they're going to strategically tell you where they're hurting at. You know, don't slide out. Right. It's even to the point to where people been talking down on themselves for so many years that they don't even realize certain words they put in a sentence. But what did I just say? Really listen to what you just said, and you'll figure it out. And still can't figure out what it is that you just said, talking negatively on behalf of themselves. That's right. not attractive. That's definitely not attractive. Especially when it's a beautiful woman. And she just don't know how to, oh my goodness. All this artillery that's going to waste. I can't believe, I, I am so disappointed 
You heard me? And I'm sure y'all y'all go through the same thing whenever it comes to us dealing with certain men that just don't know how to have an intellectual conversation. You know what I'm saying? All that artillery, all those muscles, and he can't talk about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, we. And that's the thing. It's like, you cannot be influenced by what you hear and see if it's not a good example. But at the same time, some people have never had an example. And so they don't know. Versus trying to to find a good example and trying to have an understanding. Like, why would you listen to... Because, okay, let me make an example. Like, I... I love Snoop Dogg. He's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorite, you know, artists, entertainer, hip hop artists. Okay, Snoop is married, but when Snoop Snoop will talk to you, he he did an interview and he talked about, um, you know, his wife and how she played an intricate piece in his life. You know what I'm saying? And his livelihood and yeah. his children and even his flaws. Right. Right. And how you know his his mistakes and his mess ups, but now in his music it don't necessarily speak to that, right? Also true. All right, Ice Cube has been married. You know what I'm saying for years, one wife. I ain't never heard no scandal. But when they talk about certain uh, how they address certain types of females, they don't. They're not talking about all females. Right, right. They're talking about a particular one. Right. All right. And so the way the world is now, they kind of generalize everything and put it all together. So I have never been offended by them using the B word or calling females bitches because I'm not one of them. Absolutely. (laughs) They don't know everybody's name anyway. So, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they're they're referencing a certain type of female. But then at the same time, they're married. So they're telling stories. Maybe from past experiences, maybe from people they know or whatever. But they're making it's entertainment. They're making music. It may be able to stick to some people and it may not. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't really be general. And that's where I'm going with it. You can't be general. And then also even some of the toughest men. You know what I mean? With Whatever they do, they love women and they love, they may love women and respect them for who they really are. You know what I mean? And then there's those who are who they are, is what I'm trying to say. And they have wives and they have to be there for their relationships to be able to work. True story. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. So yeah, you, can be, right. you can play the tough guy, but at the same time, if you want love, that unconditional love, you know, and companionship and a family, you have to desire that. And it requires work. Just like your other stuff requires work. You cannot you feel like, you know, companionship or any type of relationship, your friendship, your business relationship is going to work if you're not putting any work in. I it's see all going to have everything is going to have ups and downs. If you right. don't have any, or you have them in their little, their little molehills, don't make it into a mountain. Recognize it's a molehill because you're going to get those little molehills. But don't turn it into a mountain. 
it falls on behalf of the grass is only greener where you water it. You heard, man? That's it. If you feel like you need all these different individuals, I, I remember, listen, so back to the Grambling days, I remember so many different little women, just like I'm sure that you could remember so many different gentlemen back in the day or whatever the deal is. You know, as a grown adult at this age, it's like it's certain things that I just don't take, you know what I'm saying? Take activity too. I don't I don't I'm not intrigued by that. I remember when I was in my early twenties, you know what I'm saying? Having multiple women, that was a that was a the fad. You heard me? You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, holding conversation with different women, understanding that each individual woman gonna do a certain thing that you like, and that's why we're gonna hang around together or whatever the deal is. But once you get to a certain age, you understand that, hey, that's an actual bill. You heard me? Dealing with all these different women at one time, my brother, how much are you actually spending? By sitting up there trying to uh, pretend that you want to be with this woman. You heard me? Uh-huh. How do you sleep at night? You heard me? I, it it got to get it gotta get frustrating. You know what I'm saying? It got to get frustrating to the point to where that's time that's missed. That's time that you won't get to get back. You know what I'm saying? And until it's going to be on a different podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's going to yeah. definitely be on a different podcast. I had a, 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 one of my good friends, one of my big brothers. He said something. He said, I, I'm not going to say because I don't want the men to get mad at me. I love y'all. I love y'all. You know what I mean? I, I can see the greatness and, and I, I'm the person that looks for the good. Right. But now, if we're, if we have some type of connection, you know, I'm not going to ignore red flags. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, he said that a man that is into and it is basically you know playing the cards with a bunch of women is actually insecure oh he's very insecure that's what i was going to also add yeah i was that was my definitely insecure days to the point to where what i thought was doing manly stuff because of course you know we were all raised in certain areas we had uncles we had you no know, cousins that had multiple women, and we used to be like, "Shit, all right, you heard me? I see what's uh, what's taking place. You got uncles that the men married, remarried. Every just like you was talking about earlier, the family of you, every family of you would meet a new woman. You know what I'm saying? Right. That type of stuff. You know? Or you so, be somewhere and he ain't with your aunt. It's another right. woman that ain't your auntie. Right now, so much time has passed, and you know who he used to be with and y'all Facebook friends or whatever it is, so you still calling her auntie. She don't even want you to call her auntie because <laughs> they have been together, you know, for 20 years at this point. God damn. At the end of the day, you're going to still be my auntie, baby. You heard <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, nobody, well, people speak on it, but I don't think it's really loud because, you know, the black man suffers a lot, you know, and so does the black woman. You know, we both do. And that's the setup has been like that. So it's like, okay, we notice how the setup is. Are we gonna continue to fall down the rabbit hole? Are we gonna recognize how we've been they've been trying to destroy us, you know, in culturally trying to destroy us, separate the family. Are we going to continue to go down that hole and add to it 
or we're going to recognize it and be like, okay, we got to do different. We got to do something different. We have to to do different. You know, even culturally, we have to be different because it, it all, it's all connected. It's Mm -hmm. all connected. One way or another. Yeah, one way or another. So if you know that they took the black man out of the house and away from the family and, you know, are trying to make a mockery out of us and still killing us and it's like we're target practice and, and all that and we have to live a little bit different in the world, well, we do. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, we don't need to be against each other because we all out here with the same skin that we can't change. Right. We can't go in. We can't even, we can't change nothing. People want to change their gender and all of that because they feel what they feel. There's nothing we can do about who we are. That's right. Nothing. That's right. Nothing. You got to take what you get, baby. You got to take what you get. The cards that we were dealt as a culture, as a people, you know, our ethnicity, our nationality, we have to um, recognize not to be our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah, we always got to work harder. We always got to do whatever we have to do. The way the cars was dealt. Yeah, we could try to fight for justice and equality, but as much as we're doing that, we can't be attacking each other. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's what we don't get. Hey, the government, the government owns almost everything, right? Everything from the rooter to the tutor. The rooter to the tutor, the street you live (laughs) on, the neighborhood you was from. I don't care if you from New York, you from East Coast, you from West Coast, the government owns all of that. Mm. All right. So as much as I'm proud of where I'm from, I'm proud of where where I'm really from, my roots. You know what I'm saying? Who I am culturally. And being a child of God trumps everything. You I'm know? Still, I'm still trying to find out how is it 2021 and there's people that still stay in the projects. At what particular point in time will that particular family somebody is going to get born that's going to change the narrative and the trajectory of that particular family. You know what I'm saying? How is it possible for people to still be staying in the project? I definitely understand that, you know, certain, you know, situations, certain families come from poverty, but God damn, how many motherfucking years? Is well, how do you go- get out? How do you get out when right. they're constantly trying to keep you in? Absolutely. You know, how do you get out? How do you get out when they trying to was set up for us, and this is real talk. Not that you can't get out, because everybody's cars is dealt differently. Again, the exposure, mm-hmm. um, the information, your mindset. You gotta try to get out of there. You know, that's the kind of mindset you gotta have. So you gotta want to listen and see and find those pieces to get you out. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And so, you know. Um, I went to the liquor store the other day, right? To get what some you, champagne. What you got, girl? I like champagne. Oh, right? Boy. And so, um, I noticed that the price, like, everything has inflated since COVID. Everything has inflated. All right? So, 
I noticed that everything that the Negro, you know, the 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 let's see, I won't say I won't say I want to say it wrong, right? Go ahead and say it. This is I don't want to say the hood or the ghetto or the very ethnic Negro likes the Hennessy, mm-hmm. the Moet, mm-hmm. the Remy, and the, popular, and the popular drink. Oh, the price is gouged. What? Yes. I said, boy, they gonna try to get it from us. <laughs> they gonna try to get it any way possible. And they show us constantly that you know what I mean? We are cash cows. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah, are sure. cash cows. Most definitely. As is now, this crazy. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, the Moet and all the different types of Moet and the Bel Air, which is Rick Ross, you know, black mm-hmm. brand. Right. It's right next to each other. Okay, I go to the same store all the time. Right. The Moet last year was sold out. Sold out. They would get Rick Ross brand because it's a very good brand. I like it. Okay. And um, his would still have, you know, you can pick whatever flavor you want. Still there. You cool. Right. The other day, all Rick Ross's was gone. <laughs> all the Bel Air was gone and all of the Moet was sitting there. Every type of flavor you wanted. Why? What's the Moet going for? It was it was uh forty seven dollars to forty like forty anywhere from forty seven to fifty one. Okay. Now it's sixty six, sixty nine. Oh, I oh. said boy, and I and all the uh, it, guess what they switched over. So I hope that you know I'm glad that we have this is this is going into us having our own. But as we have our own, I just hope that. Others don't try to capitalize off of it because they 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 they're gonna try to capitalize off of wherever we go, right? Whatever we purchase. So now his brand has been doing great. It's been doing awesome. Now it's about to shoot up through the roof, roof, roof. So what okay. you saying is we need to go get some stocks in this brand? <laughs> That's what you saying. Is what yeah. it sounds like. What you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because. And I'm glad. I'm glad to see that they his was sold off the shelf. Mm-hmm. But they had his newest brand, the blue, Bel Air Blue. I had never tried it. Was sitting behind the counter at this okay. particular place. Absolutely. They selling it for a hundred dollars. Right. I said, man. Uh-huh. And I said, I wanted to say this on this podcast because I want people to know that guess what we are cash cows both ways both ways so always you know get in the game get in the game if you can get in the game you know E40's in the game uh, Snoop Dogg's in the game you know uh, Fluffy was in the game he's in the game you know The Rock or whatever and they own and they're business owners. But see now, we're we're I don't mind buying from us. Especially if it's good and it's good quality. Their stuff is good. 
It's good quality. It's not hitting you over your head. And now we're we're supporting our that you supporting your own that are actually building things in the community as well. Because you know, Rick Ross and the Wing Stops and what is it, Checkers. So that's good. You know, because not only you providing a service that we like, you're also providing uh, employment opportunities and creating generational wealth and you're giving back to the community. One thing about alcohol, no, you you shouldn't get drunk. Drink responsibly if you are a drinker. But at least you have the opportunity to purchase something good from your own people. True story. True story. Because you see what the other folks is doing. They price gouging. Now they price gouging. Are they price gouging because they don't want you to drink it no more? Or are they price gouging because they know you're going to pay for they it. They culture vultures. Right. <laughs> they know you're going to pay for it. If you're thirsty enough, you're going to grab that. Ah, quit before I'm going to grab that at that mm. price. You know? Mm. I'm like, wow. And because they, they, they know that our some of our culture is into um, things that make them feel of worth. They know that they certain flip, people have they, certain strokes. That's, that's what I'm saying. They flip the mindset and they do their best to try to flip the mindset on us because they know our worth. A person, people that don't know your worth wouldn't work so hard right. to make you feel worthless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. The athletes are awesome. Like, you know what I mean? We just, it is what it is. We know who we are, but when you know who you are, then you know all of this is gonna come and so when you recognize hey this is gonna come we're gonna fight and we're gonna try to do what we can because we are smart don't let the mind control ruin us see they know they know people got certain type of struggles you know what i'm saying one struggle may be different from the next but at the same time it's gonna be a certain struggle Right now, when you've got a bottle, think about it. The, the whole thing is about somebody purchasing that bottle for a hundred dollars and then go in and get on social media, Instagram, whatever the situation is. They pouring out the bottle. <laughs> hey, that's free advertisement, baby. Man, I ain't right. I got to go try that. Jeez, right. Not me. You know what I mean? I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch. What the bottle? What, what the bottle going to do after the contents inside the bottle is over? What right. the bottle going to do? Oh, but oh. see, that was the store price gouging it because we coming in there. Right. Say we, I'm being general. Mm-hmm. We coming in there and it's the biggest hype. So they, they price gouging it to sell it. That's crazy. They didn't raise That's the price. Crazy. They didn't raise the price on it times three. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't even coming in there looking for that. I just, you know what I'm saying? I'd be asking questions. I ask questions wherever I go. I see things. I see things. So we start talking about it. Well, you got to think about it like this, because it's not only the liquor store that's doing it. It's been going on for years at the clubs. You know what I'm saying? You paying $8, $10 for a shot in your glass and they get to decide which size your cup is. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So just think about it like this. If you believe that this $100 bottle was a struggle, just think, just like we just spoke on, Hennessy. 
Everybody loved Hennessy. So every shot out of that one bottle is how much money are we actually spending on that one bottle? We don't even know how many shots is in a bottle. Let's say they got 100 shots in the bottle. You done made $800 off this one bottle. <laughs> think about it. That, that's how you got to think about it. Oh, right. Right. And then they'll slip up and add water to it. You heard me? That you don't even care. Okay. They might flip it out, change alcohol out, put some Amsterdam in a Kettle One bottle or something. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Hey, the game is game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we got to get up on game. And it all starts at the man in the mirror. That's right. You, 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 you. You're going to have help along the way. Some people don't. Right. So you can, but you can be surrounded with people and still struggle. You know what I mean? And still struggle. That's where you got people have to really see that it starts with you. You know, I always, I love to make this example when I have conversations with people about success, your foundation, where you come from, and your mindset, and who you are internally, you know? And I always love to bring up like Michael Jackson, um, Whitney Houston, who else? Prince. Mm -hmm. Some of the greatest, the greatest, to ever do it in our lifetime, right? But they're not here anymore. Mm, they put their time in already. Did they put their time in? Or did they help shorten their time while they were here? Mm. Okay? Mm. They helped shorten it with what the things that they were battling with internally. You understand what I'm saying? Make a whole lot of sense. They were battling with things internally, you know, so because, you know, Michael had money and he is who he was in a powerful position or what have you. He wanted to keep going, right? He had already reached a pinnacle level of success. Absolutely. Okay. But he wanted to keep on going. I would have had, this is me, when I weigh, I ain't Michael. But this is just me talking, hypothetically speaking. Shoot. Y'all can dance. I'ma sit down. <laughs> I'm not twirling no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got my catalog, who I am, who what I've done. You know, every once in a while I'll get this if I'm feeling good. Right. You know what I mean? He had all the money to be able to get help, health, uh, the healthy way. But guess what? It's like all of us, you know, imperfect. He had the top of the line not even supposed to be having pain medication and stuff, right? People don't believe that just because a family comes from money that those individuals don't have struggles. They got the same struggles that somebody else has. Exactly. It's the same struggles, one way right. or another. So why is this that and continue to stay stuck at the low portion when you can come above, rise above. You can come right. out of that. Right. Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's internally. Mm-hmm. So you can be the most successful, you know, have all the fame, have all the money and still struggle. Right. 
you know, still struggle with something. You know, Whitney, I loved her. She had a substance abuse problem. Okay. But then there was the, the backstory. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when I saw the backstory, like it hurt, but it was like, be like us. All those certain things already popped out and I already seen that she was just like us. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The family, the, the, the family, the family stuff. And that's, I believe your family stuff is going, going to determine either you're going to go the opposite or you're going to go down the same route or you're going to allow it to affect you, affect you as you become an adult. Look at what happened with her daughter. Hear her same situation. It's right. a certain type of struggle. Yeah. 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 And we talked about that, how, you know, when our mothers pass away, and I said, sometimes you may not even want to be here yourself. You don't care about everything else. And her daughter was a perfect example of that. She didn't care about nothing when her mama left her, everything going on in the world. So it was, she still had a father, a grandmother, or whatever, grandma. She did not care. The hurt from her mother being gone, no matter how the world would either discredit her mother or praise her mother, she she felt like she couldn't do it. That's right. It's unfortunate. It's right. Unfortunate. You know, so again, it's always deeper and the growing pains and some people, it just take them out. And so if you still, if you're still here, you have a chance to grow <laughs> from whatever, you know, you're, you're dealing with personally. And always know there's somebody out there maybe dealing with it similar, something similar, or maybe going through something worse. But that doesn't lessen how you feel and who you are. You know, because we all have a purpose, and everybody has to push. Everybody has to push. Nobody is exempt from pushing. Absolutely, absolutely. I you heard can't that. Get your way out of it. <laughs> You can't buy your way out of it. <laughs> it's nothing you can do. You got to work on you. It's not no man's fault. It could have been. Your your trauma could be inflicted by another individual. Yes. That's right. But guess what? What are you going to do after that? Are you going to allow that to take you out? you going to allow it to define you? No. You have life tap into who you really are try to figure that out you know grow and grow through those growing pains and you may become a different person in different seasons in your life not trying to life makes that happen like I said I am technically like an only child now you know what I'm saying welcome to the club club. did I know that that was coming no hey can't nobody tell me any different. No, I'm not sad. No, this ain't a painted up story. No, I'm not trying to make anybody look bad. This is what's really happening Absolutely. in real time. You can only tell the truth. I can only tell the truth. You know, I wouldn't want, you know, I want the, the, the younger generations and other people to, you know, don't allow certain things to destroy uh, that what's good, you know, 
and don't perpetuate, don't perpetuate generational uh, shenanigans. You can be different. You can be different. You don't have to go along to get along. No. There's always going to be someone that's out there that wish that they had your cards. Think about they, don't it want, <laughs> they don't want these cards. Oh, they want them. Because think about it. They, they want believe, the fake card. <laughs> they believe that their cards is so much worse. This is life. Right. Life is hard for everybody. Yeah. So once you get that in your get that to, in your understanding, it's going to develop how you're able to communicate with people. Because instead of focusing on what you can get out of people, you're going to focus on understanding that you're, you know what I'm saying? You got to minimize yourself to understand their particular reasons for why they are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, right. We can go to the top if you're not afraid, baby. You heard? Right. It's, 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 it's all about that mindset. You change that oh. mindset, everything else is going to change. You're going to become a different person. So much a different person that those individuals that you hang with won't even know that your season has changed and they not a part of it. Unless you allow that. Right. Then, hey, shoot. We've hit on so many valuable points today. Used ourselves as an example we ain't trying to put nobody on blast. We just being 100. There's so much more we can tap into and talk about. But hey, we are done with part two. We'll decide if we need a part three or not. Or go ahead and hit on some of those other topics that came up as we were discussing growing and growth isn't for the week because it isn't. And then you can have to grow in a time where you ain't even want to grow. But life isn't comfortable. You can have some happy moments. You want to make sure you tap into your joy and protect your peace. And know what protecting peace is. Peace doesn't mean that you may not have to have uncomfortable conversations because people try to uh, remix everything. No. You're going to have to have uncomfortable conversations. You know, that then still have peace because trying to ignore what needs to be healed or resolved doesn't mean that there's there's peace. That means you're ignoring the issues. You know what I'm saying? That means you're not trying to heal. You're not trying to resolve or rectify issues. And people will say, well, you want it done in your time. It happens in its own time. It may never happen. And if you're okay with dragging things out and damaging and feeling like you have all the time in the world, knowing that all the signs are showing around us that we don't have all the time in the world, that equals the mindset. (laughs) That equals the mindset (laughs) of those particular individuals. Period. People, people are used to dragging out. People are used to thriving and living in drama. Everybody ain't used to that and don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not that. good. That's not good. That's not saying you're bad. It's just not good. Everybody doesn't function in it. You know what I'm saying? So, period. Whatever it is on the job, 
in your life, in the world. Everybody don't function. Not that it's not going to happen. Shit, drama is going to happen. One way or another. Right. But functioning, functioning in it and not, you know, resolving for change, for positive change and growth. It's just a repetitive cycle of the same old thing over and over and over again. Because why? Growth isn't for the weak. And it requires to get through painful situations for the best outcomes of peace and joy and happiness. Happiness is fleeing. But the joy you have, nobody can take it. Because joy is internal. The peace you have, you got to have peace and find peace is not a, is, is what you got to find internally. Because all, everything is going on around you, but you still can find peace. Facts, facts. And that's the same thing that's going on in the world. You're going to have to grow regardless of what's going on and regardless of what happens to you. Yes, man. Or the cards that you're dealt at any particular time in your life. That's right. <clears throat> so I want to thank you. If there's anything else you want to touch on before we go ahead and end this amazing man. podcast. Here's the deal, man. My people, y'all listen. Listen closely. Try to figure out why your spirit uh, responds to certain things the way that it does why is it that fight videos go viral why is it that you know what I'm saying other people's relationships go viral that's the type of stuff that your spirit loves to feed into to the point to where you don't mind sharing it with everybody that's connected to you because y'all connected in that particular aspect why are y'all allowing yourselves to waste this time? Why are you continuing to wait? I'm going to wait until the pandemic is over with so I can start this business. I'm going to wait until the pandemic is over before I start exercising. I'm going to wait for the pandemic to be over before I start eating healthy. Really think about that. You know what I'm saying? The time that you're sitting back not doing nothing oh girl i'm i'm not doing nothing this weekend i'm gonna chill y'all can go and have that oh okay so you're not going to do nothing there's books there's uh ebooks there's all kind of different situations that you can be a part of that can be generating you some sort of money on a week-to-week basis while you're building someone else's dream but you got to have that particular mindset to go ahead and take the time out to go ahead and do that. I know a lot of individuals who wake up real early. They're up at 6 o'clock every morning, but they don't get out of bed until 10 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock. How much time is that? That's four hours a day that you lay in the bed before you even actually get up and go do something. Four times seven, that, that's what that is. That's 28, that's 28 hours of your week that's gone. And you say that you don't have time to do certain things, but you have time to do certain things. I'm going to leave that alone, man. I absolutely appreciate you having me. Um, 
on this out the box podcast. You heard me. I absolutely love coming here, and it seems like we uh, we always putting extra time in on behalf of the podcast. Hey, I, this got to be at least two episodes by itself. <laughs> oh yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But, um, it's. I know it's good. I was filled. We're filled. We're doing, you know, purpose work. Mm-hmm. And so um, <laughs> it is what it is. And uh, we just want everybody to be able to tap into who they are, mm-hmm. their purpose. Understand we're all out here together. And um, if you are alive to hear this and you hear it, you have the opportunity to grow if you want to. It requires change. We all mm-hmm. out here fighting something internally, externally um, to be able to grow and to enjoy life and uh, do what we're supposed to do here while we're alive. You know, COVID is still alive and it's out there. All the debates on vaccinated versus non-vaccinated people. Um, We got to still love each other, but be careful you know, that people that are not vaccinated are any less than people that are vaccinated. But if it's to our greatest advantage to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If it is, find the right one in your research and get vaccinated. I'm not one that's going to push, push it or not push it because I see that even people that have been vaccinated. I seen an example just the other day, and then we can go ahead and get this podcast. But I wanted to say this: we didn't talk about it in the beginning. We went right in. We didn't cover the current event. But uh, somebody I know personally that is vaccinated was vaccinated for COVID. And the whole family has it, and so it's like okay, so you can still catch it. But who's actually passing it around? It's like we 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 it's so crazy. Because you could be vaccinated and be passing it around. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the non-vaccinated people passing it. They may be the ones that are higher in numbers that's catching it. So we should really um, explain it in a way where the vaccinated is not better, but I could be vaccinated and spread it to you that's not vaccinated and you get really, really sick and Mm. pass from it. You know what I mean? So, at least if we both vaccinated, if we get sick, you you have less chances of passing away. But with all these variants, it's just so crazy. Are the people that are vaccinated going to have to get vaccinated again? It's just so much going on. So, just be, be careful. You know, make the right choice for you and your family and your surroundings. Um, Wear your mask, still, you know, still be clean. If that's helping, if it's helping, you know, um, but just be cautious. Take care of yourself and your family and your surroundings. And, uh, you know, try to do the best that you can. Facts, definitely facts. Big facts on that. Um, As I mentioned, man, I love coming to this podcast. If anybody's trying to reach out to me, um com. t-o-m-m-y-d-u-r-a-l.com i'm uh i focus on the mindset i focus on health and i focus on purpose 
reach out to me. Let's see how we can help each other. For sure. So I want to thank you again for being you. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for, you know, all that you you are willingly and willingly speak spoke on because I know, I know what helps somebody. And that's what we're here to do. Absolutely. Okay. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. For sure. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace and blessings to all.